This is the Cigar Snob Podcast. I'm Nick Jimenez. You know Carl Malone for his Hall of Fame career in the NBA, where he won two league MVP awards and cemented his place in basketball history as half of one of the greatest duos of all time. The other half, of course, was John Stockton. In retirement, though, he has taken on other pursuits. He's an outdoorsman, an entrepreneur, and a tobacconist. At this summer's IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas, Carl also launched Barrel Aged by Carl Malone, a cigar that's being made at La Aurora in the Dominican Republic. I had a chance to speak with him about life after basketball, his love of hunting, being an outspoken athlete, and the process he went through to have La Aurora make a cigar bearing his name. Before we start that interview, though, a word from our sponsor, Safra Rum. At Cigar Snob Magazine, we know that man cannot live on water alone, which is why we keep a healthy stockpile of Safra rum at the office. I'm Nick Jimenez, Senior Editor of Cigar Snob Magazine, and I'm here to tell you that every time we crack open a bottle of Safra rum, we are impressed. In fact, I'm kind of hydrating with Safra rum right now. It's unlike anything else, in part because of Safra's small batch approach. They use only hand-cut sugarcane and process it into top-grade molasses, distill in column stills, and ferment in a proprietary locally grown yeast. The rum master then ages the virgin rum in carefully selected bourbon oak casks. The end result is a rum masterpiece that's great for top shelf cocktails, drinking it on the rocks, or even just drinking it neat, which, by the way, is what we did when we paired this in the pages of Cigar Snob Magazine with the Oliva Serie B Melanio. But it goes great with just about any cigar. Here's what we had to say about Safra rum. Quote, the rum introduces smooth, honey, caramel, and molasses flavors that start to complement the coffee, chocolate, and spice from the cigar. Safra also received an exceptional 95-point rating from the Beverage Tasting Institute, so we are not the only ones who are crazy about this stuff. It's just another one of their prestigious awards. Ask for Safra rum at your favorite retailer, restaurant, or bar, Make sure you follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Safra Rum. That's Z-A-F-R-A Rum. Safra Rum. Always drink responsibly and remember that there is no rum without Safra. Now here's my chat with Carl, the mailman Malone. Of course, our blend, uh, the one that we took this from, our blend, uh, would be uh, a 92. Uh, and these are, of course, barrel aged, by the way. So, oh, well, thank you, sir. Yeah. Yes. So we took really the 1495 series. That's when I. That's when we narrowed down that cigar. And after after we decided we're ready to go to launch with it, our master roller, as they do, get behind closed doors, and he started coming up with his little mixture. So it's 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 got really. Like a robust kind of taste, but not one of them that's overpowering, and uh, uh, a little bit of creamy, a little sweet, with a little bit of kick. Got a little wood kind of taste accent to it. So, you know. So go ahead, sir. And this is your show. This no, is not no, mine. no, I'm just no. a guess. Go ahead. No, that's fine. No, that's, it's mine. That's, it, it's well, you've you taken over. You took well, over. No, that's what you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so tell tell me, you've been smoking a long time. Yes, sir. So tell me about what was what was the process where you, you ended up going from I'm a smoker to I have a cigar and I'm at a I'm at a trade show. 
telling people about it. What was, how did that kind of come together? Well, my, my first delve into smoking, it wasn't good. I got beat for three days. I stole, we used to have a little country store called Turner Grocery. It was our little country store. And I'm taking care of the store, so I got with my brother, and we decided we wanted to try these uh, uh, packs of uh, Marlboros, yeah. right? So we snuck a pack, and we take off on a hunting trip. Well, we wasn't going hunting. We just wanted to smoke uh, cigarettes. Okay. Well, after I come home about three hours later in about three or four different shades and got the beating of my life, I didn't smoke another cigar, and I threw up for two or three days, cigarette, threw up for two or three days. When I was 25 years old, I was just starting to play, and I tried my first money Cristo. Okay. Uh, uh, we had, but I normally smoke about three days off when I played. Yeah. And then I, that's where I started. So I'm now I'm ready to be 55. So I've been smoking for 30 years. So you, so you got started on premium cigars when you were playing. Was there somebody that was kind of like walking you through that and no, introducing you to stuff? Nobody. Okay. Nobody walked me through it. I took me forever to realize why you don't use a punch and why you use a cutter. When you use a punch, you just get half of the flavor of your cigar. Well, don't smoke the cigar then. And Mr. Leon, actually, about two and a half to three years ago, smacked my hand in one of our first meetings. And see, no, no. And he, and he got the punch, Yeah. same cigar. He didn't just do that, he said, okay. And he blew in a napkin, a white napkin and you saw a little ring. And then he cut it, and then he did the same thing, the big ring. He said, now, you're getting the full flavor of your cigar. If you're right. gonna get half the flavor, don't smoke a cigar, go smoke something else. That, that was two years ago. Yeah. But I learned that from him. Now I threw all, the way, threw all of them away, and now every time I see someone ready to punch, I smack their hand soft. That's right. And say the cigar god will punish all of us Oof. if, I'll allow you to punch that cigar. But I was educated. And if I had to say one thing to the, the cigar industry that we're in now, of course, and been a, I've been passionate about it, was educate people. Just tell them how you do your smoke. Right. And we're teaching because people want to learn. So we open up Legend Cigar and Vape in Ruston. And this is my daughter. She's part owner. You'll be amazed at the amount of people that would love to try a cigar, but they don't want to be embarrassed. Well, Laura Rohr, with our partnership, they've created, I can say it, of course, they've created Cigar University, where they teach people the proper etiquettes of cigar. Right. Using the cutter, how to clean the palate. You know, and I learned that. You clean the palate. So if I want to smoke six to eight different cigars, I get me some club soda, and I get me some coffee beans, and I clean, clean my palate. Yeah. And I can try another cigar. That's all part of what Law Roar have created, Cigar University, which people will be hearing about. Because as men, we want to be manly man. So if we don't know the proper etiquette to do it, we would just say we don't smoke cigars. But we want to learn. They want to learn, right? right? So what you do is you go out there and you try to educate. Hey, look, no, no, no. This is how I do it. This is what I would do. And they watch you. Then all of a sudden they start to do it. Now it's so refreshing because we can walk through our lounge and you can see guys that we just showed the day before bring a buddy in and now they're teaching their buddy. Right. So 
the cigar industry, we need to do a better job on teaching, not getting into a confrontation because this person don't like a cigar. Well, yeah, we, that's too much. Say, look, this is my passion. If you don't like it, I respect that. But do not, do not try to change my culture and let's work together for, for a peaceful solution. Every disagreement shouldn't end in a fight. Let's work out the particulars. So I am, I am a passionate cigar smoker. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And and the thing about with cigar, it's it's worldwide with cigar smoking. And what people got to realize about that is, it don't matter how it don't matter how much money you make, what house you live in, when you sit down to smoke, all of us is level playing field. We don't even have to talk. A cigar break the ice. Yeah. Oh, what are you smoking? Oh, I'm smoking this. Well, sure, what are you doing? Now you get to know the people around the table. Well, and it's like you were saying about it, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. If you, you know, people, there's, for whatever reason, this sort of like hoity-toity stigma in some people's minds attached to this, but when you figure you're going to go watch a game at a bar and you're drinking beer, that people don't associate. How much are you spending if you're drinking beer from tip-off to the last, to, to the end of the fourth quarter? You're, it, a cigar, you could easily, hour and a half, even if you're going nuts and spending $25 on a cigar, that's nothing. Right. And by the end of that time, the conversation is still good. If, you're, if you've been drinking through the whole game, by the fourth quarter, you are messed up. And absolutely right. Yeah. Is because it don't matter who you are. When you get a stick, every cigar shop, lounge, bar that I've ever been into, when you walk through the door and you smell a good smoke, not a cigarette, those flavors all over the place. We don't allow anybody to smoke a cigar, cigarette in Legends. Right. We don't. But when you walk in there and you smell that cigar, it's really a calming effect. It really is. Right? In our place, we got one TV. And we put that TV in there so when we start doing the classes, we have PowerPoints. So we don't, we're not talking about some sports that have on TV. We're not talking about what law been changed. We're talking about cigar and it's a fellowship. So you have to communicate with the person sitting beside you. And you lay that cigars end up being a foundation so that when you do get to those other things, it doesn't have to be a fight. Because you know that you were able to talk about something. You talk about whatever you want to talk right. about. But I can tell people all the time, no, this is how it is. No, no, no. In my mindset and what I think about it, this is what I think. See, it's the way you start the conversation, but we broke the ice already. And if I start telling you about this and this, well, now I'm talking, I'm talking at you right. instead of to you. There's a difference. But then when you have that happy medium when you walk in and it all just level out and the, and the stick is amazing, that's what I love. Yeah. So over the all this time that you've been smoking, we like to ask some of these questions to a lot of people. Does somebody come to your mind as like, this was, or maybe these were, the most interesting people I've smoked with that if not for cigars, maybe I would never have gotten to know them. Uh, I smoked cigars with dignitaries before, and I have my favorite, which I, I don't want to say his name yet because he's got a pretty important job right now, but he's a good friend of mine. Me and him used to smoke on our Harley rides, okay. right? We used to smoke on our Harley rides, sitting in the back. But it wasn't really any one person particular it just that i have never had a smoke yeah with someone i didn't like 
I don't have to because I'm enjoying this. Right. If you're talking rubbish, I'm on the second floor, you're on the 20th. I zone you out. But I've never had a bad smoke because I'm not going to allow you to bring in the riffraff of messing up my smoke. There's a difference. I got to right, like right. you. We got to like each other to have a smoke. Because to me, that's, that's part of the cigar etiquette in smoking. Now, if we got some people at a table that I ain't jiving with, I just kind of do my little thing. And after a while, I just leave. Now, if I'm hosting the smoke, you got to leave. Because you're not going to mess up my taste right. for my fine cigar. Which is barrel aged by Carmelone, Laura Roar, by the way. I just throw that in there. <laughs> okay. Talk a little bit about um, what it's, and maybe there are other things that you've that you've done this with, but what it's like to to keep this in in the family, right? To have this as an opportunity to, to share something outside of just normal family, like going to, to business and this work stuff. Well, with, with I will answer it as well, but uh, my partner here and who helped make the decision is family. Yeah. And that was so appealing with Laura Roar. So in the process, I'm gonna introduce you to Katie Malone and she's gonna tell you how the whole process went and how the whole family was involved. Katie Malone. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, (laughs) Um, Well, it started about three years ago. My dad went down. It kind of took a couple years for Mr. Leon and them to actually trust our family, but once we finally got in there, we call Mr. Leon and the Laura our family as well. we were in the room together in a meeting. It didn't really feel like it was a meeting. It was actually a really fun meeting. But we were discussing what we wanted the label and the box and everything to look like. And we just knew that people would be able to relate better if we did it to where it looked like a basketball, just because that's how they know my dad. Right. And the colors and everything, we wanted it to be like a basketball. And then if you feel the box, it actually has a texture of a basketball. So we went that route. Um, Everyone in the family was there, except for my younger brother. He had, he played football for LSU, so he wasn't able to be there. But everyone else had a say, and my dad did that because he didn't want it to be, like, down the line, all of us be like, ew, Dad, why'd you do that? Because he just knows ew, Dad. we're kind of OCD <laughs> about what we like. <laughs> no. <laughs> we get it from you, though, so. Mom. <laughs> but we all decided on this label and what we wanted the colors to look like just because – this is how people know him right so so kind of in, in along those same lines you know it i don't know whether these are things that you're involved in in a in a business sense but there there are other things right that you're very upfront about some of your other interests like i saw the interview you did i forget not too long ago with jimmy kimmel and you're wearing your 511 shirt um you know how, how important is it to you for people to to get to know you and the things that you're interested in because i think you're there are certain things that not too many other people are that public about like you know i'm hunting and i'm a gun dude and i I ride motorcycles and i smoke so for for you what's your thinking been in terms of bridging that gap of you know me from basketball now let me bring you into these other things that i'm into well the the thing about it what's ironic about it people seem like they're just starting to know that but i talked about it all the time right i'm an avid outdoorsman i hunt i fish I, i i hike i camp i go out eight, nine, ten days in the wilderness and go hunting on float planes, operate heavy equipment. But my passion is my family. Uh, we got uh, I got, we got seven kids and seven grandkids. So we do a lot together as a family. But I'm an outdoorsman. But along the along the way, do not be afraid to say what's your passion. Not, It's not bragging, 
but it's my passion and what I love. So we own, uh, we own, of course, a Toyota dealership in Draper, Utah. We own a body shop in Draper. We own a Mitsubishi and used car accessory outlet. We own a Dodge store, uh, Polaris Yamaha Power Sports. That's in Utah. And back home, we own Legends. We just signed an amazing deal with 511 Corporate. So we got our own signature stores, uh, 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 511 by Carl Malone. And uh, we in Ruston, Louisiana. My wife owns Teriyaki Grill. We own Legends, Cigar and Vaping. We do a lot of uh, timber stuff back home. But that's my passion, and that's what I've been doing. And you got to understand, when you're passionate about something, it's not I'm trying to debate you about it. You right. got passions you love, but working on our blend with Laura Roar, it was strictly family after the first or second trip how we felt. But, of course, it's a saying in the Dominican that we laugh about all the time, and we got Eddie over here, uh, and Eddie – Eddie, family friend. That's how we uh, met his wife now, Liddy. And if I told you her, uh, her last name before she, uh, or Hernandez, then I'd give it away. But the fact of the matter is, with them and working these particulars out, that saying in Dominican when we first started going for the big uh, cigar festival was when they started talking about it, and his daddy reached out to him, they were like, eh. the, and the saying is, the devil is coming. Okay? They don't believe it until the devil walk in the room. Now, oh, the devil was in the room. That is when it started to have some legs. And Mr. Leon, who I laugh, but I got a lot of different facial expression. Mr. Leon read a light of cigar. When he first started reading a light of cigar, I said, Mr. Leon, why is it that we're doing a lot more stuff? Why do we do a lot more stuff? Uh, why, why do... Every time I get cigar aficionado, we have some of the top cigars in there are all Dominican, but nobody talk about it. Well, Mr. Leon was just ready to light up. And when I said that, he stopped. And I'm sitting to his left, and he stopped. He's like, he lit his cigar and said, tell me more. That's how it all started, believing it and the passion about it. And to have the whole family involved in the decision-making and the patience they had with us it's just truly amazing. So this, this is so surreal. It's so many people put so much into it. The whole Aurora family, the rollers, the 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 farmers in the field. Uh, we send the final product, but the but the stuff that went into it, and me, I had to learn to be very patient. It's going to happen. Like we realized the devil was going to show up. We didn't think he was showing up. Now that he's here and we got a partnership, now let's take our time because when we come out with your line of cigars. We want people to smoke that cigar. Oh, shoot. This is a hell of a cigar. Oh, it happened to be barrel-aged by Carl Malone. But Laura understanding they do not do this. They've never done it. Right? Right. Yeah. Something like this. So the trust they have, our family have the same trust in them. And we're going to do everything in our family. Because it's people that's in the business they can't associate their name with this whole product at water over here. He can't be out there attaching his name with stuff because he's, he's, a, he's expiring. He got stuff that he's doing. So to have a cigar that, that carries weight, it's, 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 I'm so grateful and blessed to be able to do it. And to your point, you know, I, I think there are probably a lot of people that would see 
a cigar branded with a celebrity's name from outside of the industry and kind of write, this is a serious cigar. This is my first one. I'm an inch or so into it. It's well balanced. There's a nice spice there, but it's not, you know, kind of abrasive on your palate. This is a, a serious cigar for, for anybody that, that enjoys cigars. Um, so another thing that we like to, to ask people, uh, when you think of cigars that you smoke to celebrate, are there celebration smokes? Not the cigars themselves, but what do you, are there times that you remember that come to mind when you think of times that you were smoking to celebrate something? Every, and this is not cliche. This is just Carl Malone's opinion. Every time I light a cigar up, it's a celebration to me. I, just, I respect other people, sure. and it's neat to cap it off, but if I'm going to celebrate and a toast that go hand in hand with me, right. I'm drinking my rum from Laura. I was about to ask you what rum. Oh, yeah. Well, that is the rum that I would drink as a celebration toast. Right. But when I light up a barrel aged by Carl Malone or any cigar, it's a celebration, even if I'm trying one. So I don't, I don't put that stigma in a room that, oh, no, 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 no. This is my, you seen a person open a humidor up? Well, it's an etiquette. If I open my humidor, whether my carrying or my stationary ones, right? Every one of my, don't open my humidor up and say which one's the best. Hell, all of them are. What you think I smoke? You know, I'm just being honest. So, so when you open up a cigar, when I, when you come to my home or to, to Legends, you go and pick a cigar out because all of them are great cigar. It's really your taste. Cigar smoking, it is a happening. It's an event. So when I light up, hell, it's a celebration every time I light up, right? There's something about that first, look, all of us know this. Stress at work, you and the significant other having issues, boyfriend, none left, or whatever, girlfriend, bad grades in school. You should be old enough to do it, but anyway. When, when we light up a cigar, this is what all of us do after a long day. For those of you listening, you Carl Malone looks very relaxed right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm up. Look. After a while. But anyway, that's, that's really, now this is my opinion on the way I feel about cigars. So every one of them, but in a humidor, just get one out because we want to smoke the best, and you pick your own. Right. So I don't have them mixed and matched. You get the cigar that you want to get. Yeah. And that's... That's, it's always a happening with me. Yeah. So what's your uh, medium, long-term vision for this? Do you see yourself going into maybe other formats, uh, maybe something not barrel-aged? Do you have already a sense of like, okay, this is where I want to go from here? Well, yes, but I won't tell you the okay. rest of it. But we have created, when we first started this, that's where the legend name come from. So the legend name can be anybody. He can be a logger. He can be a master roller. He can be a general. He can be a colonel. He can be a truck driver, athlete. Now you gotta read the hidden message in what I just told you because as we speak at this show, we got a gentleman agreement with another legend. Okay. That just a little caveat. So that's where that come in at. And I will tell you this, those other entities will be part of Law Roar with us uh, and under our legends name and our legends thing which we're creating right now so 
Legends is everybody. Politicians. Hey. Uh, and then ambassador. Okay. Line. That's a legend. Who knows? Could go a, anywhere. Uh, anywhere, any place. Yeah, yeah. And then we said legends, our cigar mm-hmm. and vape shop. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. That's yeah. our little slogan at legend. All right. And I added some more. Hell, if you don't have them, we'll get them to you, but you're smoking them here. I added that. Yeah. See <laughs> yeah. So You're going to need a big sign for that, uh, we, for that slogan. Hey, you know what? We'll make some more room. Yeah. Yes, sir. We will do that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is that is very exciting to us, but we have uh, uh, we already shook nice hand with uh, International Distributor we're working on right now. I want in the United States, so it's a it's a process, but we welcome the process. The journey. We get so caught up in the destination, mm-hmm. we forget the journey. The journey, on as we sit here, the process, and the journey was truly amazing. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Initially, I wanted my I wanted no no no. We're going to do it the right way. So when we launch it. Your cigar is going to speak for itself because everybody got the bells and whistles. I'm not going to talk about other companies, but in our meetings, we had examples. We're not going to tell you who they were, but we had examples. Everybody in the room say, this is what we're not doing. Athlete, one is label on a cigar. They just mass produce them and put a label on a cigar that you've been smoking all the time, right? Yeah. But to do it this way, staying power, partner with Laurel. They're not putting out anything that's trash, by the way. And that's the whole process, and that's where we're headed. So we've got a lot of stuff boiling. Yeah. And then it's simmering. Now we're going to get back. We're going to reboot in our next attack. But I will tell you this. Whatever Laurel and Mr. Jeremy Leon say how we doing it end of story we're not going down our own road why reinvent the wheel the oldest tobacco company factory in the DR yeah enough said yeah so yeah to, to your point you know we've we've been seeing you walk around the show and and hearing you talk about this now you could tell that you're you're having fun and you enjoy this and yeah I think the cigar, not just the industry, but smokers, I think, have a lot to look forward to because it's great to have somebody else in it who's in it because they love it. Yes, sir. So, and, and we're working on other. Yeah. No, we're gonna keep an eye out. If you didn't, if you didn't see the guy walking around, you guys probably thought he was lost. But okay. he was down here on his own dime. He had a friend that he met in Atlanta to say, "Look, <laughs> excuse me, I can get you into the show." This guy won three or four Super Bowls. And he'd been walking the show. Yeah. I done. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's the kind of stuff All that right. the big picture yeah. that we So we'll keep an eye out for that. We'll keep an eye out. Please keep an eye on that. Right. It'll be amazing. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And Katie, thank you very much. I know I talk a lot. I'm long-winded. Love you, and I'm so proud of my daughter Katie Malone. She has been amazing. She really has. We so. got to go up to the up to the shop. Yeah, and when you come up, 
they're on us. Smoke as no. long as you want, right? And if, if, you, if you get full of yourself, we'll get you a little cot and let you spend the night there. We'll lock you in, though. We'll lock- <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm going to so hold much. you to that. I'm going to be oh, expecting hey, that cot. I'm dead serious. That's how we roll. <laughs> thank you, guys, so All much. All right. Thank you, man. Okay. Thanks to Carl for taking the time to do that interview. You can find out more about his cigar at carlmalonecigars.com and visit his website uh, for his cigar and vape shop at legendsvape.com. That's legends, plural, vape.com. Legendsvape.com and carlmalonecigars.com. As always, thanks to you for listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Rate and review us while you're there. You can also find episodes of the podcast at cigarsnobmag.com slash podcast. Again, that's cigarsnobmag.com slash podcast. Share this episode with friends and fellow smokers who you think might be in, <clears throat> excuse me, might be interested in this interview with Carl Malone. If you're a social media person, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cigar Snob Mag. Again, that's Cigar Snob Mag. Finally, make sure to send any feedback, questions, or comments to feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. Feedback at cigarsnobmag.com. We might just respond to you here on the podcast or in the pages of Cigar Snob Magazine. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Nick Jimenez, and this is the Cigar Snob Podcast. At Cigar Snob Magazine, we know that man cannot live on water alone, which is why we keep a healthy stockpile of safra rum at the office. I'm Nick Jimenez, Senior Editor of Cigar Snob Magazine, and I'm here to tell you that every time we crack open a bottle of safra rum, we are impressed. In fact, I'm kind of hydrating with safra rum right now. It's unlike anything else, in part because of safra's small batch approach. They use only hand-cut sugarcane and process it into top-grade molasses, distill in column stills, and ferment in a proprietary locally grown yeast. The rum master then ages the virgin rum in carefully selected bourbon oak casks. The end result is a rum masterpiece that's great for top shelf cocktails, drinking it on the rocks, or even just drinking it neat, which, by the way, is what we did when we paired this in the pages of Cigar Snob Magazine with the Oliva Serie B Melanio, but it goes great with just about any cigar. Here's what we had to say about Safra rum. Quote, the rum introduces smooth, honey, caramel, and molasses flavors that start to complement the coffee, chocolate, and spice from the cigar. Safra also received an exceptional 95-point rating from the Beverage Tasting Institute, so we are not the only ones who are crazy about this stuff. It's just another one of their prestigious awards. Ask for Safra Rum at your favorite retailer, restaurant, or bar. Make sure you follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Safra Rum. That's Z-A-F-R-A Rum. Safra Rum. Always drink responsibly, and remember that there is no rum without Safra.